Uno, dos, tres. R.I.P. to the competition. I heard that that's coming for you. I heard that that's coming for you. I heard that that's coming for Hello, 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 and welcome to Threes of Crowd Sportscast. I'm your floor general, Ray Jones. I got my go-to girl, Kelsey Nelson, in the house. Hey, what's up, everybody? And we got the big man, James Hippolyte. James, what's up? Ah, uh, he did it again. Oh, not even not here. again, James. He messed up again. Come on, man. <laughs> it's like with one of those boys or girls groups. You know, it's always one person that messes it up. He really everyone. took this Threes of Crowd thing literally, man. He must feel like he's in the way or something. He don't want to show up. <laughs> He asked oh, for a pay James. increase and everything. He's getting a little crazy. Nah, I'm just joking, man. James missed the train, so hopefully he'll be here a little bit later. So we're going to go ahead and go on without him. So let's first of all, let's talk about these Golden State Warriors. They took their first loss of the season, man. Tough loss. To the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks, which you would not think at all. Can you believe gonna, it? I mean, if you had to call it at the beginning of the season, if you had to pick their first loss, you would have not picked the I Milwaukee Bucks. I definitely wouldn't have picked No Milwaukee. one in this country would have picked the Milwaukee Bucks. I contemplated Bucks. them losing to uh, Boston Celtics the night before. Right. And that was a that great was a game, great by the game. way. If you missed the game, I feel bad. Like, yeah, that was one of the best games. It was a double overtime barn burner. It was the best. The, uh, Boston Celtics have a great defense. They pushed them all the way to the limit. And I think a lot of that fatigue from that game carried over to the game against Milwaukee. You got to think. Milwaukee's a long, athletic, young team. They like to run. Right. And uh, Golden State was just sloppy, man. I think fatigue really lost that game. Right. Like you said, Milwaukee's young. And like you said, that fatigue from that game, double overtime, I mean, wow. And then just the travel time that went into that. But I do think now it's time for the Warriors to recuperate. And it's time for that leadership that Steph Curry has and Klay Thompson to lead their team, obviously, back on track. Track. Yes, they did lose, but I do think they'll be back on a winning game streak, so I would not count the Golden State Warriors out just yet. Well, since they have finally lost, do you think they still have a chance to reach that 72-10? and 10? They're still on pace to have even a better record than that. So, I honestly, I don't think that this loss is going to be a big setback. I think it's going to motivate them more. They're going to be like, okay, you know what? We got a reality check. We caught that little jab. Now let's come back ferocious in the next round and go all the way. Of course. I think the, um, the Golden State Warriors will do what they've been doing, and that's win. And that's because of one person, and his name is Steph Curry. And you might also know him as Wardale Curry, <laughs> as his parents call him. Um, but I just want to say this about Steph Curry. So before the Warriors went on their 24-game winning streak, Steph Curry made 125 three-pointers for the Warriors, which was huge. And they said that if he manages to keep the pace that he's on right now, he's on track to make 427 three-pointers by the end of this year. Just think about that. That's an amazing That's ridiculous. Feat. That's I mean, amazing. That means like he's making everything he throws up. That's All right, crazy. well, I got a question for you then. Since you say it's mostly Steph Curry, seeing as that they had a couple injuries as of late, they had uh, Clay Thompson get hurt, and they also have Harrison Barnes down. Do you think it's more important for them to rest the injured players, or should they go ahead and go for the, the streak of 72-10? and 10? Right now, since they won a championship last year, I think chasing history is more important right now because a lot of teams win championships, but not a lot of teams have reached that 72-10 and 10 mark. So I'm chasing, I'm chasing the record, me personally. As much as being 72-10 and 10 would be great, at the end of the day, I think we look at back on your season, you look back if you won the championships. And I think that's any team. So, of course, I mean, you want the ring. At the end of the day, you want to go home. You want to have the ring. You want to have the big parade in your hometown. So, yes, I do think it would be great if they made that record. But I think winning the championship is more important. But I still think they can be on track to win the championship with resting their players. I think that's the key part. Um, yeah, they're definitely a deep team. I, yeah. they have the I mean, that's the nice part. When your team is that deep, I mean, you can kind of try 
out different things. And mm-hmm. I think that's a luxury that they have that other teams don't. And I think Steph Curry knows that in his leadership, that he knows if he's even not having the best game, he can count on the next person and the next person. So I think that's what's great about the Warriors. And I think that's why it's great just watching them do what they've been doing. It'd be great to get both. I, if they do both, That'd be better. amazing because, of course, if they win 72 and they don't win a championship, it'll all be for nothing. Exactly. But I want to chase that record, man. I want to go down in history as the greatest team ever, the greatest record ever. Um, Ray, are you on the team? You're talking about I. I'm trying to figure out. I mean, I, mean, I had you? a couple W's in my <laughs> The in my, 13th my day. man. <laughs> the 13th I got, man. I got I got a couple back to back championships and rolls, you know. No, it's something like something like. We can count your old AAU championships and you stuff. Know, That's cool. That's fine. I had fine. to turn down a couple of scholarships, you know. <laughs> but speaking of Curry, and um, I want to talk about his wife Aisha Curry. Oh yeah. Aisha. <laughs> I do remember dancing to that song back in the day. She liked twenty one um, and a half. She whatever. Just... <laughs> twenty three and proud. That's my Jordan year. But back to business. Um, Aisha Curry is currently in fire because she uh, she did what Kim K did a while back, but not to the extreme part. But I mean, she broke the internet, and she did that. <laughs> <laughs> she did that because not as extreme, not as extreme uh, as Kim, Kim K. K. I had to say that because I want people attacking me. He's like, oh no, she's not Kim K. But she decided to tweet on December fifth uh, two tweets that got people in uproar, specifically women. Her first tweet says that everyone's into barely wearing clothes these days, huh? Not my style. I like to keep the good stuff covered up for the one who matters. And she finished that with the crying, laughing emoji. Then she said, four minutes later, that just looking at the latest fashion trends, I'll take classy over trendy any day of the week. Saturday night in sight. Oh, two snaps. <laughs> That's a little iron, a little a little shade that people thought was thrown um, because they basically thought she was being judgmental of other women who might like to show, uh, I guess, what God blessed them with or that they paid for or whatever, however you got your body, which is fine. It's still theirs. Um, it's still, hey, you still got it. Receipt but or not, it's theirs. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be unbiased in this. I'm going to look at both sides. So obviously you have the one side that's saying they're praising Aisha because she's saying that basically you should only keep it covered up for your husband, which some people like. I feel like that's that old-fashioned, good-loving stuff that you want to do for your husband only they see it but then you have the other side that's saying wait like why are you being judgmental who are you to judge and honestly i don't think that she was judging anybody she Mm -hmm. was stating her personal opinion she fresh off having a baby, so she's shopping online, trying to find some clothes that she can but wear. But there's some cute maternity clothes, right? I, and exactly. Don't, don't so, mess no, 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 I wasn't saying it like that. I'm saying she's, <laughs> maybe she's not comfortable at the moment showing off too much skin because she still got a little bit of that baby weight, a little bit. So she wanted to cover <laughs> up a little weight, bit. So she's like, hey, that. I can't find nothing from me. All I see is bikinis. It's January almost, and we got bikinis on sale. Like, it's see, crazy. So this is what I'm going to have to go into my psychological African-American oh, studies degree, right? Rant so time. you have, as a black woman... Mm. You're constantly judged for your body. So we have a lot of black women saying that basically what she's doing is perpetuating this view that people already have of African-American women. Anytime you show your body, automatically, in people's heads, you're constantly words that aren't that nice that I won't say on this show. (laughs) So I think you do have that side. But I think the biggest thing that Aisha Curry needs to learn is that she is in the public eye. You are a public figure. Everything you say, how you dress, will be judged. And now that she said this, I hope she knows her outfits will definitely be judged. Because if she wears... Anything. Something that people think is controversial, they'll call her a hypocrite because mm-hmm. she did say this, and it's on Twitter. So we all know our tweets are saved in the Library of Congress. So this is <laughs> this will forever be on record. Aisha Curry did say this. I don't think she meant to get it this big. I think if you see her personality through Instagram and through Twitter and stuff, like she's a fun person. I agree. And I think she's a respectful person. I mean, she is from the South. My family's from the South. I understand that things are different down there and that you do usually learn not to want to show everything to the world. But we do live in a different society now. We're in 2015 on Instagram. I mean, you can see people barely naked just showing off their body for followers and likes 
And just so a public disclaimer, I have no problem with the Instagram models. Of course, models. Ray doesn't because I follow he's a about man. 500 of them. It, it <laughs> motivates me to get in shape. And I will say me? for the ladies, too, we have no problem with people like Idris Elba and other people that look like him. This was my um, disclaimer. I don't know where her disclaimer is. Showing their bodies. But, um, so, I mean, I get both sides of it, but at the same time, that's her personal opinion. I think it we is. live in an ultra sensitive society. But she did put it on society. Twitter. You know? I know, but we live in an ultra-sensitive society where people take things, oh, she must be talking about me. No, she was actually just making a random statement about how she felt at the moment, and now people took that, ran with it, and it got overblown. And at the end of the day, she's probably at home preparing for her cooking show with Riley and making funny videos. And like, Okay, with that, with that being said, how do you think that conversation went when Steph came home and saw his... I'm pretty sure his mentions got blown up, too. They probably just had a nice night together, but I feel like they don't take it seriously. Like, they're fun people, and I feel like they're probably really, like, it blew this out of proportion. I feel like they're not giving at the time of the day because they have so many other great things that their family's doing. I don't know, man. It lingered for like about a week and a it half did. now, it seems like. It did. And it probably still will linger. Like, it's she's like kind of made this, she's made this other image of herself that people did not see before. So I think it's something that she didn't plan to do, but I do think she'll definitely have more haters in her mentions now. Yeah, it, it definitely was one of those things that just lingered and lingered and lingered. It was a non-story, but we got more pressing issues to talk about, man. More important ones, the yes. The NBA PA, mm-hmm. they have this new drive now where they're trying to get all their players tested for heart disease, man. That's a huge thing so far this year alone we've lost four nba greats to a heart condition problem and it's it's sad because i feel like especially in the african-american community it's like and i want to say this please to everyone like please get tested please get checked go to the doctor regularly this is the, i mean a big reason why our current president barack obama pushed for everyone to have health care because he wanted everyone to hopefully live longer and be able i mean and you pay for it literally you pay for your health care and if you don't have health care you should still be able to go to the doctor still be able to get checked regularly and as you said like it's sad that it's affecting our NBA greats but it affects all of us and I think that we all need to be more cognizant of you know what we eat how we exercise and really just taking care of ourselves you only live once so if you want to make that life the best you want to make it then I mean let's just take care of ourselves and let's live longer yeah I had a conversation with my dad the other day he just turned 50 he was telling me man Hey, man, my doctor, he wants to come put his finger in my butt. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> ah, but I understand geez. what he was trying to get accomplished. Like, he's got a, what is it? I forget what it's called, like a vasectomy. I don't know what, what is it's it? called. Is that the prostate thing? Yeah, the prostate. I'm sorry. Yeah. I guess at 50, that's the prostate I'll be having ear. to push my dad to do that, yeah. too. <laughs> but like, I, to me, I feel like this is a good a good step that the NBA is taking because a lot of people don't even want to talk about it. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was a little awkward me and my dad having a conversation. But at the same time, I was glad that he was getting checked out. Right, and I think that's because the not, thing. a lot of people don't like going to the doctor. They don't, and yes, it's uncomfortable and stuff. Yes, it's like a stranger that's like seeing you. But at the end of the day, if that helps you live longer, and if, at the end of the day, it's just you and the doctor in the room. It's not like everyone's gonna know. Oh my gosh, the doctor did this to him and that to him. Like, I'd rather live longer and know that the doctor, you know, touched me or whatever. <laughs> I don't want to say it like that, but like you know, tested me or whatever to like make sure I live longer than for me to have a heart problem that could I could have saved my life and maybe made me live Definitely. longer. And think about how many people depend on you. I mean, it's 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 vital. Like, for example, we had Anthony Mason, man. Anthony Mason was only 48 years old, and he passed away from a heart condition. 48 years old, that's crazy to me, That's not even, I mean, and think about how much longer he might have lived if they had found it earlier. Yeah, definitely. I mean, think about people like Magic, and I know Magic didn't have a heart problem, just AIDS. Like, the fact that he got it diagnosed when he did Mm -hmm. really helped him live longer and saved other people's lives. Because now people know it's real. Exactly, and that's the same thing that can happen with heart problems. You can only save your life, but also help others get educated. And I think as basketball players, they are role models, and they are in the position to hopefully help our youth understand how important our health is and how important taking care of our bodies are um, just to live longer. Definitely. I agree. Because you got to think, NBA is a long season. You got your heart rate going up, playing basketball, playing at the, high, very, the highest level in the, in, the, in the world. 
and then all of a sudden you're not playing anymore, your body is like going to take a while to adjust to that. Exactly. And it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do. Exactly. So you got to make, make sure you're getting your checkups, getting your tests done, carry on in life. Exactly. And just adding to that, um, according to the Philadelphia-based news site, Billy Penn, since 2000, more than 50 former NBA players have died of complications related to heart disease. And that's crazy. I mean, I just think that's something that, it's sad, but I do think us talking about it now and me and you being comfortable about it um, will hopefully help touch others because it is something that can be prevented and that we want to prevent, not only in the sports world, but just in the world um, in general. I agree. I definitely agree. So, fellas, even ladies, if you are, you have a husband, a father, brother, uncle, anybody, just make sure you have them get checked out. Fellas, don't be ashamed to go get checked out. Gr- granted, he's he might have to put his finger in your butt. You know what? <laughs> have to add that. No, no, because people, have to, people have to know. Like, well, he has I, I'd rather know than not know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so you're going to lube it up and all that. And you, you probably won't even feel it. Well, okay, I, that she said that, not me. Maybe. I, I don't no know. Clue. I don't know for so, guys. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and change the subject. Speaking of fingers in the butts, let's talk oh about what, the news that we heard the other day. So, last week during the second half of the game against the Boston Celtics, in Mexico City, Sacramento Kings guard Rajon Rondo was given two technical fouls and ejected by Mr. Referee Bill Kennedy after he decided to call the referee some gay slurs. Yeah, he was snapping. Did you see how he, like, he was on his, in his face? He was cursing at him, gave him the first tech. And he crazy. followed him around the court. Then he cursed at him some more. Ref gave him another tech and ejected him. It was Rondo crazy, kept right? going. I was like, man, he. I've really... never seen him like that. But that for was... him to for him to use a slur though, that's sad. I mean, it's like you shouldn't have to stoop that low. But on a brighter side, I think um, which came out today, um, referee Bill Kennedy actually told Yahoo Sports um, he came out today. He quoted said, "I am proud to be an NBA referee and I am proud to be a gay man." This is the news that just broke today, right? And I wow. think this is huge for the world that we live in today. Um, and not just for the LGBT community, but I think for the community as a whole. I think people are being more comfortable with saying who they are um, and they, that they don't have to hide anymore, that they don't have to be afraid. So I think, I mean, Rajan Rondo, what he did was wrong. But I think now, I guess, it's like sometimes you have to go into a dark hole to find light. And I think that's what we found uh, with this announcement. So how do you think Rondo found out about it? I don't mean to laugh, but You're wrong, that wasn't Ray. public knowledge. So how did he know? I don't think. I mean, I, I don't think it's. I don't think he knew. Obviously, I think it's just when you're mad, you say try to say the meanest thing that you can say, mm. and I think that's what came out. Usually, I think when you go Ryan that route, you know something. I wouldn't say that. Listen, you thinking you like uh, some detective? No, uh, I'm just detective. I'm just detective Jones over here. But I think, um, I don't think he knew what he was saying, obviously. Well, I no, think I mean, he knew I don't he mean saying, like he knew personally. Like, do you think that it has already been rumors speculated around? Or I'm it was sure. I mean, rumors spread all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rumors spread all the time. So I, I think maybe it had been rumored. But, I mean, what does he really know? And I doubt that professional basketball players in the locker room talk about referees' personal lives. You know True. what I mean? I feel like they have better things to talk about. But do you think it's going to be like a distraction? Because, like, when Jason Collins came out, that was a huge distraction across the entire league. Granted, I think it was his way of trying to save his career. <laughs> and trying to make it onto a roster, but uh-huh. it still was a distraction to a lot of teams. A lot of teams kind of shied away from him for that. Right, and I think Jason Collins is a great point you make, Ray. But the difference is that Jason Collins was a player, and I think you also made another great point. I mean, um, he you know was on the court playing. People came to see him. So I don't think it made a big difference. Yes, people supported him, but Jason Collins didn't play that much. So we do have to make that point where a referee is going to always be on the court. To see him. Oh, stop mean? it, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but a referee, you don't come to see the referee unless you're their family, and maybe if they give you free tickets, you know, you'll come support the referee. Yeah. But most people can't name an NBA referee, you know, yet alone come to, I think, see him 
So I don't think it'll be a distraction, but I do think he will have support. I think we'll see it on social media strong. Um, I think we'll see it in the news strong, but I don't think it's going to make any difference in ticket sales. So um, I think bringing him to your venue, if, you, if you're looking for ticket sales, that's probably not the way. But I do think it makes a huge difference just overall in the way we look at basketball and the accepting of gay people in general. I will say that. Well, I definitely think the league is going to look at it a different way because they're not going to tolerate any type of slurs, any type of discrimination, period, especially aimed at the referees. Look at what happened back with Kobe back in 2011. He said a couple words to the referee. He got fined, what, $100,000? $100,000 for making that anti-gay slur. Um, and just going back on Bryant's, uh, you know, at the time when he made those accusations, he apologized at the time, and he did say his actions were out of frustration, yeah, which I is the point agree. I made for Rondo. Um, and he said, you know, because it was during the heat of the game and it didn't re it didn't reflect his feelings towards gay people. Which I do feel like, you know, when you're in the heat of the game, it can happen. But like you said, I think the NBA is showing like they're making a stand for it. It's not okay anymore to do that and react. Because referees need to be protected. They have a hard job. They're also, you know, putting their all on the court. It's a hard job being a referee. Being a referee isn't for everybody. Um, but I do think uh, Commissioner Adam Silver is making... Um, great strides to make sure the whole NBA reflects the league's acceptance towards gay people because, like you said, it's a new day and time, um, and changes need to be made. And I think when they happen in the sports arena, they can help the world in general because they're such role models in sports. And I want to say that Adam Silver did say today um, in a statement to Yahoo that I wholeheartedly support Bill's decision to live his life proudly and openly. Throughout his 18-year career with the league, Bill has excelled as a referee because of his passion, dedication, and courage. Those qualities will continue to serve him well, both as a game official and as a positive influence for others. While our league has made great progress, our work continues to ensure that everyone is treated with re respect and dignity. And I think those last things, respect and dignity, are crucial and vital to everyone. You should not be said anything to because of who you are and I think that's a big thing so Rajon Rondell why yes it started off bad and what he said was bad it's like sometimes it takes unfortunately it's like you have to go through just something bad for something good to be seen um and I think it's kind of reflecting what our whole world is going through now with definitely. so many other world problems definitely and James just walked in so we're gonna do a quick little substitution kicking Kelsey out the chair we're gonna oh, bring whatever. James Kelsey in. wants to step out the chair <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do this out. quick little substitution <laughs> allow Kelsey to go ahead she got bigger fish to fry. She yeah. got, you know, priorities, whatever. I gotta kill those baskets like Steph Curry. Oh my God. Outside of here. Bye, Felicia. So, um, give us a couple seconds and uh, we'll be right back on the show. I've been gone for a minute, now I'm back with the jump board. Okay, 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 we are back. I got my big man, James Hippolyte. What's up, James? Hey, what's good, what's welcome, good? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, we here, we here, we here to go. Let's Looking go. Looking fresh as always, I feel you. You know, I try, I try a little bit. Fashionably late, I understand, <laughs> man. You had to get fly real quick. Yeah. But, uh, man, let's talk this football, man. Carolina Panthers, they looking unstoppable right now, man. Right, 13-0. 13-0, and three more games to go. They, they, Molly Watt, I'm bringing that round back. Molly Watt, the <laughs> Atlanta Falcons yesterday, 38-0, oh, man. Falcons, oh, Falcons lost at seven out of eight games. Oh, man, this is, this is trouble in Atlanta, man. They started 5-0. and Yeah, man, it's crazy down there. Definitely. All right, well, let's talk about Carolina, though. Charles Johnson, defensive end, is complaining about playing time. He only had 34 out of 64 snaps yesterday. Charles Johnson has several seats, my friend. To me, I think he's way out of line. For, for one, he's only had six tackles and one sack the entire season. Bro. The entire season. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down, please. Like, I don't know. I, to me, that's real selfish, man. Like, this ain't the time. Like, now you're making it about you. Instead of relishing in the fact that your team is 13-0 undefeated, potentially could be on a Super Bowl run, you worried about not getting enough playing time? 
that could have been addressed indoors. Instead, he, of course, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. He go online, start tweeting about it. And then what I hate about it the most is when they backtrack and go delete their tweets. Like, we never saw it. Like, it never happened. Once you put it in the air, it's there already. Like, it's 2015. You can't delete nothing, bro. He's doing the most. I mean, you're sore thumb in the locker room. Like vulnerable. Like you do you that's not gonna help you get no playing time. Come like on, man. now the coach now the coach gotta speak about it in press conferences. Like you just a distraction right now. And come up mess around. If they lose the next game, you know he's gonna catch the blame for that. So what's gonna happen now? He's still gonna be on the bench. It doesn't matter. That's where like man, I don't know. I just think that I think that was real selfish of him. Real but selfish. Man, let's talk about these Falcons, man. These Falcons are horrible. Look, how you start off five and no, then lose the next seven out of eight games, man. Who is it on, man? To me, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's Matt Ryan, man. Can't only blame it on the quarterback, though, right? But Julio Jones been playing hurt all season but still was performing well. You had Devontae Freeman who was balling out of control. I had him on my fantasy team. He was doing great. The only person who has been declining has been Matt Ryan. Part of it goes to the defense as well. But at the same time, Matt Ryan is your quarterback. Uh, And he's the leader of the team. The leader. Yes, he is the leader. But come on, defense wins games. Tickets, offense sells tickets. I hear you, man. But I I, got to put that on Matt Ryan. Ah, uh, come on, man. Because he Give has the weapons. Shot. Every year he's had weapons. Think about it. Yeah. A couple years ago, he had Tony Gonzalez, Roddy White, and Julio Jones. Those were, like, the best receiving core and, ever. And they lost in the playoffs. Who's that on, though? That's Matt Ryan, no? Oh, come on, man. That's got to be on Matt Ryan. You switch coaches, came out real hot this season, 5-0, and and then now, yeah. look, 7 out of 8. So you did just got to go back to the formula. Because you can't fire the coach games. again. What, what other piece can you move? You got a new running back. You got a new coach. You had new receivers come in and out. Next person to go has got to be the um, the quarterback, no? But if we, when we look at this game, it looks like they all just stopped playing. They all quit. It's 38-0. You might as well. Oh, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm not, I don't condone quitting, but at the same time, like you you reach a point where you're like, bro, we ain't got it today. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. Let's get more of a um, positive note, though. Right. Let's talk about these Seattle Seahawks. Yes. This is a team that's on the complete opposite end of the Atlanta Hawks, man. They are on a run right now, Russell man. Wilson is the man. 16 touchdowns in four games, no interceptions. Great. And this is without Jimmy Graham. Yes. You got to think, they also lost Beast Mode. Yes. He's been out for a couple games because of a uh, stomach issue. And now they just and lost. And now Thomas Rawls is yes. done for the season. He broke his foot yesterday. But I you still really believe in him? him? I still believe in him. That's Russell a lot Wilson of injuries, man. man. No, no interceptions in four games. Eventually, teams are going to realize, hey, they can't run the ball. They lost both their top running backs. I don't think Fred Jackson can carry the team at that age that he's at. So eventually, they're going to just start dropping everybody back in coverage. And then, then what's Russell going to do then? He's going to scramble and he's going to make things happen. Oh, I believe you, you sound like a believer, man. I am a believer. You sound like a full-fledged believer. I am a believer. You switching sides? No, no longer switch, Patriots? No, always going to be a Patriots oh, Okay, I'm just, I'm just checking, man. 11-2, let's not, let's not get that uh, out here of we go. That Patriots on, got a couple of injuries themselves, man. Yeah, they do. But Gronk is back. All right, I, you know what I want? I want a prediction right here, right now. Let's go. You, you, say, you say a rematch? Seahawks and the Patriots? That's what I heard. That's what I heard from you talking right now. Let me put it this way. The only thing we have to be aware of in the AFC is the Steelers. I'm scared of the Steelers. Uh, I'm scared of the Steelers. They, Besides Steelers that, didn't we're look going good back. yesterday. We're going back. Steelers did not look good yesterday. They played the Bengals. Bengals, they had uh, Andy Dalton, who also potentially could be out for the season. But look at the look at the Broke quarter. his thumb in like the first quarter. The first quarter, yes. And the Steelers didn't run away with that game. They didn't, but I'm still scared of the Steelers. I hear you, man. I mean, so, so you're not going to give me no prediction. I, heard, I like how you slid out of that Listen, a little bit. I, I'm not, we're still going to make it to the Super Bowl, I think. But I'm just which which eye? Because you just flip flopped a little bit. You see, Tom also you Tom Brady and the boys. Oh, okay. We're I'm still just here. making sure. What's your NFC team coming out there? NFC team. I'm going to say maybe the Packers. The Packers? Maybe the Packers. They got they got they got the running game back yesterday. Yeah, the running. Eddie game Lacy and Jam, uh, James yes. Starks were balling yesterday. Yes, man. but you know my, my guy. 
I believe in Rodgers still, you know? I don't know, man. It, it seemed like they finally got everything together. They got their running game going real strong. Right. I think his receiving core is still a little suspect without Jordy Nelson. Yeah. I would have expected Randall Cobb to step it up. Yeah, he hasn't it? really done that. Where but you still, of course, you have the best quarterback in the league, Aaron Rodgers. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. No, no, no. no. You heard me correct the first time. No, I, the, I, I, my, something's wrong with my headphones. <laughs> I think, I think so Tom said, Brady's still the best quarterback in the league. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. Oh, come on, man. So you went from Cam Newton being MVP. Oh, he's definitely So, like, MVP. which you got to pick? You all over the place. He's definitely right? MVP. I like Cam. But, you know, the greatest quarterback right now in the game is Tom Brady from New England. According Patriots. to? According to the record books. Uh, uh, Who I just won the Super Bowl last year? Huh? Who just won the last Super Bowl? First of all, they didn't win the Who last Super Bowl. Who just won the last Super Bowl? Seattle the lost question. the last Ray, Super Bowl. Ray, answer the question. Who won the last Super Bowl? Oh, Seattle Seahawks lost that. Who did they lose to? What you mean who they lost to? Don't, let me, don't make me go to a They lost to Russell Williams. Don't make me go to, don't make me me go to a commercial Wilson. break at this time right now. Who did they lose to? They lost to Russell Wilson's poor decision. Who did they lose to? What you mean? Pete Carroll's poor play call. Who did they lose the game I just showed you three times who they lost. All right, we're going to commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, come on. All yeah. right, well, let's speaking of playoffs and championships. Yes. Let's go to the playoff, playoff hunt overall. How do you think the Bengals are going to do now that Andy Dalton's out potentially for the rest of the season with that broken thumb issue? Well, they're saying he doesn't need surgery and he might be back for the playoffs. But it's on his throwing hand, man. That's going to, yeah, that's going to affect him majorly. Yeah, that's definitely... I don't know. You can't do shovel passes all game. See what happened to him when he did that shovel pass. And their running games have been suspect all season anyway. So yeah, I'm I think I think they might have to hang it up. It's over. Yeah, Bengals, it was a good run. I Shut mean, it down. Always, Let's go home. They're always choking the playoffs anyway. I'm sorry, This is Pac-Man. true. I'm sorry, Pac-Man. This is true because I wasn't really expecting them to do too much. But right. now they're really not doing nothing. A.J. McCarron? Uh, remember him? Yeah, yeah. The, with he the had his fly girlfriend back. Yeah. It's bad when the best thing you know known for is your fly girlfriend back in college. Exactly. Did you hear the comment he made? No, nah, what'd he say? Talking about he's going to come into the game like Tom Brady did for Drew Bledsoe. Ooh. Don't ever do that, sir. Ooh. Don't ever do that. Hey, now with James listening yeah, to Yeah, now with me listening. He don't play that Tom Brady shade. Come on, man. I mean, he did all right. He had two touchdowns, two interceptions, but, but still it's not going to be enough, man. Definitely not enough. Definitely not. So let's talk about um, Des Bryant, man. What's up with them Cowboys? Simple, all these simple drops he's having. I mean, he, he has a tantrum when he doesn't get the ball. So who's going to step up and say, hey, Dez, you're, you're messing up right now? Yeah, I think he, what he dropped, what, four or five catches yesterday? Four or five catches yesterday. Simple six catches. targets? I mean, if you call those, those simple then, drops. Simple but drops. the ironic part about that is that he actually wanted to be part of the NFL catch committee saying, determining what's a catch and what's not a catch. But then you dropped how many catches yesterday? Well, you got to make catches. I mean, big plays. those were all in his hands. Granted, Des Bryant is one of the best receivers in the league, but at the same time, if you're going to talk, man, you got to back it up. And you're getting paid that receiver money. Yeah, man. If you talk, man, you got to back it Joe up. Jones, I don't know, man. How you feel about Shady McCoy, man? He was talking crazy. Oh, I was a little disappointed to about Philly. Him. I was a little. He didn't want a handshake with um, Chip Kelly. I mean, he showed respect to the Eagles as an organization. He gave right, the, the owner, owner a hug. Right. He kissed the eagle on the ground. But and let's then, put it this way, right? Like, when you come to a game and when everything is all good, you're always in the camera. You're always talking to the media. But when things doesn't go your way, you disappear. Yeah, he was that's, tight. That's bad character on his part. Yeah, he was definitely tight. He slammed his helmet. He was. He just he didn't want to talk to the media. He was cursing. McCoy. I mean, I get it. He was frustrated. But and at the same time, boot. you talked it up, man. You got to back it up. He had a decent game. But you can't run and hide afterwards. After all that talking you were doing, you got to face that. It was just too that. much emotions. Like, you go and kiss the, the eagle on the field. Yeah. I, I, as, a, as a teammate, I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, I, I thought it was a bit of showmanship by, um, you know, Rex Ryan saying, hey, he's going to be our captain, the lone captain for the game. I thought that was dope. He went out, kissed the eagle, let him have his moment. Okay. That's cool. But it's just the fact that all the jawing the before the game. Okay. That's what I was like, mm, okay, you're going to jaw. 
you gotta still be able to jaw after. Granted, you lost, but right. at least face that, man. You right. done talked yeah, it up. Be a man about it. Yeah, so I thought that was a little crazy. On, and you're the captain of the game. Come on now. So you think, okay, let's talk about them, the Eagles. You think the Eagles still have a chance? Because the, the, I'm going to be honest, oh the NFC God. East, NFC I know East. we spoke about this, what, a couple weeks ago. Yes. Where we said they were the NFC least. I think <laughs> it might be true now. Like, the entire division is poo-poo. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good terminology to put it in, Ray. I just don't understand the NFC East. Nobody wants to win a division. Uh, Redskins are going to win that division, I think. Uh, I'm I don't sorry know. to say, but the Redskins are going to win that division. And I would be so upset. Living out here, we do not want to see the Redskins win because this town goes crazy when the Redskins does anything. I understand Remember that when too. RG3 fever came? Oh, yeah, that fever. Oh, they were selling Long cups. Ago they now. were selling everything. What is he doing now? He's going now, I think they kind of did him a little crazy, too. They won't let him play because right. if he plays and gets hurt, they got to pay his contract. So I think they're honestly they're going to cut him in the offseason wow. and just cut, the, cut ties with him all the way. Damn, RG3. Kirk Cousins kind of won over the fans a little bit, so it might be yeah. transition time for real. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson just got to come and play. Deshaun Jackson? You got to come and play. Uh, I mean, I think I don't think they're gonna win it. They're gonna win the division. I think the Giants still have the, the best Giants. roster. Oh my god! Still have the best I chance. You're a Giants fan, of course. Thou to the blood. Where are you now? You're you're gonna win tonight? Yes. Against the Dolphins. Here come that word again. Want me to say it again? Mali wa. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's gets gross. the people going. Please spell that word, please. <laughs> Hold on. M O. You know what? Wop. Wop. That's all I got you. M O Wop. I don't know where the L's are. It's somewhere in there, but you know. What, what's Coughlin gonna do tonight? Honestly, we gotta win, cause uh, it might be time for Tom Coughlin to get up out of there, man. Hey, just don't let it be close at the end he, of the game. It's been a long time. We we might need a new voice in the locker room. I don't know, man. Of we'll course, see. Elite Manning is still going to be our quarterback, so that's not even an issue. But yeah, a lot. It seems like we're not really, I guess, responding to Tom Coughlin anymore. And it, it comes a time where you know we all got to separate. Everything got to come to an end at, at some point. But I still think we can make we're a playoff team. All right, let's get out of that NFC East real quick and let's go back to the Broncos. Yep. What is going on over there? Yeah, man, uh, losing to Oakland was a big hit. They it, they dropped I think from first to third in the um in the conference, so they potentially could have lost their first round bye. They're four and two at home. Mm, let me tell you this: uh, it's time to get Peyton back because you think were, so? I saw only had what he's won two games, lost one. It ain't like it was his fault. Listen. The running game is still suspect, which has been an issue the entire season anyway. Listen, defense can't carry them throughout the whole season. They it's have to been, though. Payton got to come back. He got to come back. because. But is he healthy? Day, he's going to have to play. I don't know. Cause I, like I said, I don't think it was Oswald's fault. He didn't play bad yesterday. They just don't have a running game. The Listen, running game has been mediocre at best. And I don't know, man. But I think it's time to get Payton back because that team is not going to go nowhere with Oswald, Oswald, whatever. It <laughs> was <laughs> I don't know. Oswald, man. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, he hasn't played poorly. But at the same time, you got to understand, Payton doesn't have much time left. So right. eventually, somebody's going to have to step in. So why not just give it to Osweiler now, man? And just he could be a game manager. Same way Trent Dilfer did when Baltimore won the Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer wasn't the great. He wasn't. He didn't have great numbers, right. but he was able to manage the games and get them to the Super Bowl right. and right. overall win the Super Bowl carried by the defense. What I is this, man. Like, uh, great players make great plays even in their time of end when father time comes. So let, let's get Peyton back in there and give him a shot. To me, that goes a little more closely along the lines of that analogy you said about Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady is when Osweiler's replacing Peyton Manning. Oh, but Drew Bledsoe. That's a little closer. Drew Bledsoe, uh, come on. Peyton Manning, Drew Bledsoe, that's, that's a far-fetched comparison. I mean, true, but for the sake of argument. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I guess. You're reaching right now, though. Ah, uh, you know what. But let's go to my money man, Zell, signing a $100 bill. 
before the game? He's got a lot of he's I mean they won, so you can't, I mean, you can't talk too team. crazy about him. He's just entertaining, man. He's like a uh, wrestler. He should be in a WWE because right. he has like this crazy buzz about him that just sells tickets and okay. gets fans to watch. He had an like, interception and came back and did better. He did better, you're right. I mean if he stays focused, man, I like Money Manzel. You think so? Yep. Show me the money, baby. Oh man. <laughs> well speaking of money, let's talk about Pete Rose, still banned from the MLB. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like so basically what's the backstory with um Pete Rose? He's been banned by the MLB for yes. betting on baseball. He's been banned for life. The new commissioner, uh he basically asked him, Hey, Mr. Manfred, it's Rob Manfred, that's his name. He said, Hey sir, uh we wanna put this petition up or whatever to get me reinstated into baseball. And uh, again, just like the previous commissioners, they shut it down, man. Do you think that this ban should be lifted, or you think that they should be like, no, you're done. We don't fool with you. Honestly, Ray, it's lies on top of lies. You said you betted on baseball in 87 and 88. Documents are now showing that you betted on baseball when you was managing and coaching in 85 and 86. And when so he was playing also. Exactly. So you, you finally admitted to betting on baseball in 2004, but you're not betting on all of it. Like, oh, let's, let's, let's be real. Let's keep it 100 you been on baseball your entire, basically your entire almost his entire career, yeah. Yeah, man. so it was like, but it, but the, who are I you? guess the one thing with him is, he said he didn't bet on any of his games that he played in. It was other games, which I can kind of sympathize with him. Like he wasn't like causing the game to change at all. Like he wasn't affecting the game by betting. Like you know, some play like point shaving for say. Right. He wasn't necessarily point shaving. To me, if he was point shaving or they proved they have proof that he was point shaving, then yeah, he's done. Shut it down. Let's go home. Never again. But he wasn't necessarily point-shaving, so he wasn't altering the game at all. But I feel like you're not remorseful by, by all right, okay, okay, let me give you an example. All right, when there was uh, having the Hall of Fame, he was signing autographs across the street. Like, yeah, for on, money, man. I know. Like, he's, he's reckless, man. Like, very reckless, man. Like, uh, you got to show remorse, man. Like, and the game needs you, but it doesn't need you in this type of capacity. Does the game need him? Because at, at all this time now, they the say, no, we're hitter. not putting you in the Hall of Fame. The greatest hitter of all It's time. more of a story that he's not in the Hall of Fame than it would be if he was in the Hall of Fame, I think. I just feel like it's a sad case, man. Like, the greatest hitter of all time is not in not in the league at all and no capacity. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Oh, man, what's Wait, sad? I'm glad you said hitters, man. We got that hitter from Ireland, oh, Conor McGregor. Did Gregor, you see the UFC? UFC? 13 seconds. Man, Listen, Jose Aldo, man, he was he only had one loss uh, on his record and okay. just got dropped in 13 seconds. You know what? And it's crazy because Conor McGregor said, "Precision always beats power, exactly. and accuracy or accuracy beats speed, something along those lines." Right. And he said, "Hey, I'm gonna draw him, I'm gonna make him overextend, and I'm gonna catch him." And what do you have? And that's exactly what draw happened, dude. Like he was like a prophet with lights that. out. He saw Tweety Birds. And it's crazy because a lot of people don't like McGregor because he's cocky. He talks a lot. But he's he entertaining, man. He backs it up, right? And he sells Everything his fights. He says, he backs it up. He kind of reminds me of Floyd Mayweather, the way he talks. Yep. But you can't do nothing about it. Confident and cocky, and it works. And it works every time, and man. And it works. Who has beat him? Nobody. It's been like, I think it was like five years since he's okay. lost. Okay. That's a long time a in long a fight time. game. Oh, I don't remember. He's had a lot of fights, and a lot of people don't. Right. Because it's been so long since he's lost. Man, he's so it's amazing, especially for him to beat Jose Aldo, who only had one loss his entire career. To right. knock him out in 13 seconds. This fight, they were talking so reckless for this fight. Right. Both sides been going back and forth, yapping, yapping, yapping. On the UFC Ultimate Fighter show, they been yapping, yapping, right. yapping. For McGregor to just like, oh. And mind you, he got hit when he threw the punch. Yeah. So not only did he eat the punch <laughs> that uh, Aldo he threw, it. he still caught him with one. So it was a right. counter punch. So for it to be that devastating to knock him out 
in 13 seconds. Ray, I've been I've been coming to watch UFC for the last uh, I'll say two years now. I'm I'm getting become a fan of UFC now. Man, I'm, I'm a Dana fan White of UFC. I, I love good. UFC. I love any type of fighting. I don't know why. I guess I just have like a violent a violent edge in me that I just love to see people get hit. But I love right. it, man. Like speaking it was a great hits. fight. I watched it on Facebook though. And I ain't paid for it. Speaking of hits, Ronda Rousey. Oh, uh, we talking about her again? Her hit. We got to talk about her hit because she said if she loses the next rematch, she's retiring. Come on, what kind of sore loser is that? What kind I mean, of war is that? I, I get it. That hit. I get it. That hit she, made her she, retire. Like we talked about last time, like that allure and that that that, that glow that she had is gone. Right. Because she can't take having two L's on her record. Cause think about it, any great fighter. Was she really that good? Once they lose that first fight, it seems like they they lost it and they start losing again. But was she really that good? She lost to a boxer. I mean, let's not talk about boxing. Yo, no, let's talk. That's where I was going with my <laughs> my next statement though. And we saw a lot of great fighters. They lose and they start losing a lot. It's a lot of chinks in their armor. My mm. man Roy Jones Jr. Oh my God, that got old man got put to sleep. That old man got. No, nah, I cried inside because like he my pretend cousin. You, you know doing? Roy Jones. That's yeah, my pretend the Jones cousin. family. Yes. When I, I saw him Jones, fall, Ray Jones, Roy Jones. I feel like I don't know, man. I almost burst out in tears. Like, damn, homie. Well, the Jones family tree. And O two, you was the man, homie. What, what happened, happened to you? you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was really bothered, but I was like, because he didn't just get knocked. Like, duh, bro, he was sleep. Yeah, you ready to go night night? He was, was night night for a good I, I five think minutes. Snoring, right? I really think he was snoring. <laughs> it's a sad day for the Jones family, Ray. Nah, man, I'm gonna get one. Ray for Jones, him, Ray I'm Jones. A, as soon as we get outside, I'm gonna catch one just for him to put us the Jones back on the map. Hey, uh, <laughs> Don't tell security. Me. Nah, but anyway, security. yeah, man, I, that that was it was really bad. It was really sad to see him get hit like that, man. Like right. for one, he was fighting over in Russia in, in kind of a no name type of fight, right. and then for him to lose so badly, like. His legacy is just going down a drain, man. It hurts my heart, man. Ray, it kind of reminds me of Apollo Creed. Remember that? <laughs> Speaking of Creed, Creed was yeah, a great that movie. That was a great Did movie. Did you see it? Man, Creed was a great movie. If you haven't seen Creed, we're just going to give him a free plug real quick. Right. Y'all can send us a check if you want to. But, I seen you know, it by myself, too. Creed was a great movie. I seen it by myself. In the movie, dude. <laughs> by myself. See, I, I wouldn't do that. I can't live like that. Yeah, I could, man. It was great, man. Yeah, it definitely was a you great know, movie. I got to shed my tear by myself, you know? <laughs> And um, very inspirational. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely inspirational. If you haven't gone to see it, go see it. Definitely was one of those. Dang, man. Like, honestly, after I finished watching the fight, yeah. I went home right into my basement and started hitting the punching oh, bag. Yeah, hit I'm bag. like, I'm coming for it. I'm bag. coming for it. I don't know what weight class I'll be in, but I'm coming for I somebody. I threw a couple hands. I, I gave him about two rounds. I'm just happy to play the theme music at the end, at the very end. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was happy about I think that. the dopest part, well, I don't want to tell the movie, yeah, but the yeah, dopest part of the movie was he was running through Philly, and oh, they had yeah, the third bikes, bikes out. Bikes. Yeah, it was, yeah, that it was, was crazy. It was more 2015. Yeah, yeah. I love that part of the movie. It was dope. It was dope. But um, that's the end of our show this week. We got to get up out of here. Security is knocking at the door. But uh, James, you got anything you want to say to the people? Yeah, I'd just like to thank everybody for tuning in and giving us the support and the feedback. I much appreciate it. Yes, definitely. Continue to support us online, all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Eventually, we're going to get some YouTube videos up for you guys. So make sure you keep checking us out. The Real Kane and Nelson, the other Ray J, and Hippinson. Let's get it. Let's go. R.I.P. to the competition. Step coming through